Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. So, which one is it, law or grace? I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. Some believers avoid the law like it's COVID, or some even like the plague. Let's talk about it. If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. And the Bible is all about Yeshua the Messiah. Mm -hmm. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in South Carolina and South Korea. Mm -hmm. Listen out for Red Pill Tour on a radio station near you. Red Pill Tour is an outreach ministry of B'nai Ephraim Messianic Ministries and Assembly. On our last podcast, we tried to set the record straight regarding our love for Yeshua HaMashiach, or our Messiah. And we tried to set the record straight about our belief in salvation by grace. We are fully convinced that Yeshua is the promised King of Israel, and we expect His return soon. We are also recipients of Elohim's grace, so we believe what Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8-9 through 9 says. It reads, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. I think the issue for some believers involves what purpose the, quote, law has if we're saved by grace. Now, last podcast, we discussed grace as a teacher, in essence, teaching us to live right. Living right implies that there is a standard that we can use to determine what living right actually means, and that standard is found in the Torah. If you missed last week's podcast, episode 178, please check it out. This week, we have an analogy for you to consider. We think it makes an interesting point about the relationship between grace and the Torah in the life of a believer. For the purpose of the analogy, we will use the word law instead of Torah. Just remember that the Torah doesn't mean law, it means instructions. We're grateful for Elohim's instructions so that we can know what pleases Him and how we are to live. So here's the analogy. Let's say a lady from another country comes into the United States for the first time. In her home country, she did not have a driver's license, but she did learn to drive. In fact, she is an excellent driver. She stops at every red light and stop sign. She stays under the speed limit. She yields to other drivers and has never been in an accident. Now, what do you think should happen if, for some reason, she gets pulled over by a police officer? Well, Daddy, based on your scenario, because she does not have a legal U.S. driver's license or an equivalent document and is in fact breaking the law by not having one, she should be arrested and taken to jail. Well, Her obedience to the rules of the road can never earn her a valid driver's license. She needs to go through the proper authorities and do what they require to be in right standing. Only then can her great driving record and skill be appreciated and acknowledged. Observing the rules of the road cannot make an unlicensed driver a licensed driver. You just can't do it. That lady must become licensed. Hey, I'm with you, Mama. Let's try a different scenario. Let's say that a different lady, a licensed driver, is very reckless. She exceeds the speed limit by a lot. 
She doesn't stop or yield at intersections, and she regularly practices other driving tactics that are unsafe and illegal. Now, remember that this person is a licensed driver. Mm -hmm. So what should she expect if the police uh, happen to pull her over? Well, if the police can catch her, (laughs) Mm -hmm. she should expect some type of discipline. That could range from a ticket to losing her driving privileges to going to jail. It depends on her current driving record and what she's doing at the time the police stop her. Her having a driver's license will not excuse her from the penalties of breaking the driving laws. In fact, it might be assumed that she should be a better driver because she has a license and is expected to know the law. But what does one thing have to do with the other? Well, for both examples, Having a driver's license implies that you agree to obey the laws of the land. Agree. Being in covenant with Jehovah Elohim implies that you agree to obey Jehovah Elohim's instructions. Mm. Now, in our first example, the law-breaking driver had no covenant in the U.S. for driving privileges. No matter how carefully she drives, without a covenant or a license, she is still in trouble. The example of Cornelius the Roman officer who received the Ruach HaKodesh, or the Holy Spirit, is like the first example, right? Mm-hmm. Acts 10, 1-7, tells us about Cornelius' sincere love for Elohim and his people. Amen. He was doing all the right things, but he still needed a license, or better said, he needed to be in covenant with Yehovah. It is interesting to note that Yehovah did not pour out the Ruach HaKodesh upon Cornelius and his family until Peter arrived and shared the gospel. That tells us that the Gentiles did not receive a different covenant to replace the covenants with Israel. Mm -hmm. Peter came to help graft in the Gentiles into the same Israel that Peter was a part of. The only way to get this license or enter into this covenant was to go through the proper authorities. And in this case, the proper and only authority is Yeshua, the Messiah, the unique son of Yehovah. In our second example, we have a terrible driver who has a license. She simply does not follow the laws of safe driving. If or when she's caught by the authorities, assuming they can catch her, Mm -hmm. she will be disciplined. If she continues to violate the driving laws, her punishment will be even more severe. Ultimately, she may risk losing her driving privileges or her freedom. Hebrews 10, verses 26 through 29, talks about believers who continue in law-breaking, even after learning to live an upright life. It says, starting at verse 26, For if we deliberately continue to sin after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but only the terrifying prospect of judgment, Mm. of raging fire that will consume the enemies. I'll pick up at verse 28. It says, Someone who disregards the Torah of Moshe is put to death without mercy on the word of two or three witnesses. Think about how much worse will be the punishment deserved by someone who has trampled underfoot the son of Elohim, Mm. who has treated as something common the blood of the covenant which made him holy, and who has insulted the spirit, giver of Elohim's grace. Miss, can you imagine insulting the Ruach HaKodesh? Mm -hmm. That's the way Hebrews characterizes a believer who continues to sin. It is a grave insult to trample over the Messiah and King of Israel, 
to disrespect his blood and to take Elohim's goodness for granted. Having a driver's license is no excuse for ignorance of the law. In the same sense, being in covenant with the Creator is not an excuse for being ignorant of His laws. We learn Elohim's laws in the Torah, God's instructions. Simply obeying His instructions is not enough to save us. We must be in covenant with Yehovah. Conversely, being in covenant while living a lawless life will result in bad consequences. Mm -hmm. Our bottom line is we are saved because Yehovah is so good. When we are saved, the law gives us the standards we need to live the life Yehovah wants us to live. The law helps us to conform to the image of Yeshua, our perfect example. Yeshua did not live the law so that we wouldn't have to. By living the law perfectly, he gave us an example to follow. He died so that we would not have to die. Because of his overwhelming goodness, we should want to be like him and do what he did. That's where the law comes in. If it weren't for the law, we would have no idea how to please our holy Elohim. If there were no driving laws, imagine the chaos on the streets. How would we decide which side to drive on? Who would stop at intersections? How fast would be too fast to drive around schools, hospitals, and other pedestrian areas? When it comes to grace and law, there is no either or. Both work together under Jehovah's covenant. We are part of the covenant because of his grace and goodness. We show respect for the covenant by following the laws. When we mess up, we can repent. And he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's grace. Amen. We can remain in covenant and get back in line with the Torah, God's instructions. So, what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and avoid Elohim's law as if your life depended on it? Or would you take the red pill, thank the Father for His grace and mercy, and show some respect for His grace by keeping His law? Only you can answer that question. Just because you have a license, you are not free to drive on the wrong side of the road. Mm -hmm. Your driving privileges are a blessing if you drive in a lawful way. Following the law is also a blessing for others who are driving around you. It makes them safer and it helps them to get where they need to go too. While the law does constrain our driving so we don't do everything we could do, the law actually gives us freedom. Mm -hmm. Freedom to drive without hurting anyone else. That makes our roads a safer place to be. Likewise, Elohim's laws are a blessing because they teach us how to please Him, and following them protects the interests of everyone in His kingdom. Amen, Daddy. Amen. Well, that's all we have time for today. I hope you will consider the blessing of Elohim's Torah, His instructions. Read over the scriptures we shared and pray for clarity on what the Ruach would have you to do. Stay tuned for a special announcement. And thanks for listening to Red Pill Torah, where you can handle the truth.
Shalom on this coming Friday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, B'nai Ephraim Messianic Ministries and Assembly will host Dr. Miles Jones. Dr. Jones is a world-renowned Bible scholar and language expert. Dr. Jones will be presenting his research on the Hebrew origins of the Gospels, the differences between the Hebrew origins and some of the early Greek manuscripts, and why it matters to believers today. We can rest assured that the Bible is the word of Elohim. Amen. Dr. Jones' research will deepen our understanding and faith in Messiah Yeshua. The time is 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The place is online. All you need is access to Zoom and a good internet connection. Now, if you want to join us, please email us at redpiltorah at gmail.com. We'll reply with a link. Join us as we give the first part of the Holy Sabbath to Jehovah Elohim. There is no charge for this teaching, but the return will be a great blessing. Shavuot Shalom, y'all.